This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Off a high screen, Dorian kicked to the corner, Feirano for three. It's good with the foul! And back to throw is the quarterback, and Hayward is sacked by Joey Porter. Page takes it in, scores. J.D. Stevens lets it go, and there's your touchdown. Michael Gallup. Got it down low. Hornung. Dunk! And here come the students. Leading by 10. Here's Van Pelt. He's at the 5. Touchdown, Colorado State. Yo, what's up? We're back with another edition of the DNBR Rams podcast. Shout out to everybody that participated in DNBR watches this past Saturday was a ton of fun re-watching the 97 Holiday Bowl with you all. You know, that was the first time that I had ever, you know, watched that game in its entirety and to just see the grittiness of that team. It was, it was awesome. I'm, I'm actually going to talk about this game more again very soon. I don't want to surprise, I don't want to spoil the surprise, but I've got a, I've got a, some things cooking. We'll just say that it's gonna be fun. Got some really dope guests lined up. I will say that. I'm really excited about it. I've reached out to a ton of people, and I was actually surprised at at how many of them said yes. So it, it, it's really, it's really gonna be cool over the next couple of weeks, in particular. Uh, really, just hoping to to branch out and and talk to a lot of new different people. You know, I talked to. A lot of the same reporters and stuff like that throughout the season, but this is going to be dope. Uh, gonna talk briefly about Ty Sambrilo today. Uh, big congrats to him for signing a new deal. Uh, also going to talk NCAA football. But before we jump into the podcast, obviously we have to shout out our partners because there's only one place you can get a true Colorado mountain pie. This is, of course, Bojo's Pizza right now. Bojo's is offering 30% off takeout when you ask for it. This offer is good at all six locations. Just call them, bring it up. DoorDash also delivers Bojo's. Uh, So clutch. I mean, we all know we're getting tired of what's in our freezer. I keep going there. Do the drill where you you get up off the couch, you walk over the freezer, the fridge, whatever. You know, you open both doors. You already know it's in there, so there's no point of going and looking, but you do. You're sick of it you're going to want to order out every now and then. We're going to be basically stuck in our houses for the next month. Make sure you support these local businesses like Bojo's. If you're on a diet, you can't even use that as an excuse. They got gluten-free options. They got cheeseless pizzas, plant-based options. They've got you covered all around. A kick-ass salad bar, honey cheese bread, the whole... They go the whole nine yards. Bojo's is so dope. Make sure you support them. Offering 30% off when you ask for it. All six locations. Just bring it on up. Oh, and if you do happen to order Bojo's, make sure you post a picture. Put it on Twitter. Put it on Instagram. No judgment. Just tag Bojo's. Tell everybody else to support them as well. Supporting our partners is supporting us. 
Word, word, word. Let's jump right on into things. We got to do a big congratulations to Ty Sembrelo. Ty Sembrelo, Sembrelo. I'm still not 100% sure how you pronounce it. If we're being honest, I've heard it literally both ways the entire time I've ever been around him. I even was an intern for CSU football at the end of his career there, and I'm still not 100% sure how it's pronounced. And I'm pretty sure they spelled his name wrong, like at one point, like on the, like officially, like on the CSU team. And then I don't know, maybe they didn't spell his name wrong. Maybe it was, they pronounced it wrong and, and he was too nice of a guy to, to point out the mistake. I can't remember the story exactly how it went. Uh, but Ty is an interesting dude. He always has been, used to be like a competitive trick skier. I mean, can you imagine just like a 300 pound dude cruising down the mountains, doing sick backflips and stuff. That was Ty in high school. I mean, he's a football superstar, obviously good enough to get a scholarship to go play D1. And he was also good enough to be a skier. It's just, it's wild to me. Really cool. Always a cool dude, at least in my interactions with him. Um, But just kind of an interesting case. I mean, when you look back, he got drafted in the second round by the Denver Broncos. And ultimately, this was probably not the best thing. I think it ultimately kind of rushed him into a into a tough situation. I mean, they took him with a with the 59th overall pick. And, you know, the second round, that's legit. Like if you're a second round pick, they they pretty much think you're gonna be an NFL starter. Like that's that's where you get a lot of the meat of your roster. You know, the second, third, fourth round. Everybody wants to be a first round pick, but you know, if you're a second round pick, you're projected to be pretty legit. And ultimately, this was this was bad for a couple of reasons. One, Ty wasn't healthy at the beginning of his time with the Broncos. He had a shoulder deal. And, you know, they, they're they still looking for a tackle. Actually, the Broncos are five years later. <laughs> but, um, you know, they, they rushed him into it. He, he ultimately made nine starts with the Broncos. Those did not go well. Um, 28 career games in Denver. After that, moved on to Atlanta where he spent three years. When I look back, though, I just think, you know, would it have been better for him to maybe get drafted like a little bit later than he did? Maybe not, because, I mean, he's still in the NFL. He's he's managed to carve out a career for himself. You go in the second round, you obviously get more money, and I, I, you know, I want him to get his money. I'm rooting for him. I remember being on the couch watching that draft and being stoked that he got taken in the second round. I just, I just think it put some some expectations on him in Denver that he ultimately wasn't going to live up to. Ultimately, I kind of wonder if he would have been better if they would have put him at guard as well. That's another thing that I kind of think about. But, you know, it worked out. He went on to Atlanta, as I said, for three years where he was primarily a backup tackle for the most part. Got some playing time there too. And uh, he's obviously most known, at least for his time in Atlanta, for scoring a 35-yard touchdown last season. It was it was pretty awesome. I, I looked up a little bit of information on that, and I, I found some stuff on the Titans website, and I'm pretty sure they sourced pro football reference, but um, whatever. It was a 35-yard a touchdown catch with the Falcons. It was the uh, longest touchdown reception by an offensive lineman since Lou Groza, as in the Lou Groza Award, uh, all the way back in 1950. And it was the, Ty is the heaviest player 
to ever score a touchdown from 35 yards out. That's so cool. That's like such a such an awesome record to own. You can own touchdown receptions, whatever. You know, somebody, Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, you guys got 100 touchdowns. Who cares? I'm 350 pounds, and I still found the end zone from 30 yards out. You got to move. Like, somebody will run you down, a safety, a linebacker. <laughs> you, you know, you can't just, like, coast to the end zone. It, everybody's seen the red zone lineman touchdown, and don't get me wrong. Fat guy touchdowns are always epic. I'm always rooting for a fat guy touchdown. If we get a fat guy touchdown in every single game, that'd be amazing. Or maybe it wouldn't be amazing just because it would... Does that take some of the 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 luster out of a fat guy touchdown if we get them all the time? It's like, if you call everything special, then nothing special. Is that the argument here? I don't know. But regardless, that same Brylo touchdown, same Braylo touchdown, it was... Amazing. One of the one of the highlights of the 2019 season for me, you know, I, I enjoyed the football season, but I was a Broncos fan. So really until we got the the end stuff with Drew Locke, there just there wasn't a whole lot to be excited about. So pretty much my entire 2019 season was, you know, being excited about moments for former CSU guys. BC Johnson scoring touchdowns in Minnesota. Michael Gallup proving that he is a top two wide receiver not in the league, but like he can be a starting wide receiver for the Cowboys, a legit threat. Shaq Barrett, obviously leading the league in sacks, going absolutely off. I've talked about Shaq a hundred times in the last six months. And, you know, that's what you got to do as a football fan or just a sports fan in general. Sometimes you have to get creative when things are tough. You know, you still love your teams, but what's the point of it? It's, it's been a, it's been a rough experience just for the Broncos over the last five years. So, if all I did was was think about their miserable decisions or Trevor Simeon or you know all, all the mistakes they've made over the last couple of years, it I probably wouldn't enjoy football anymore. So it's just it's cool to have the former CSU guys to to go on and cheer on. Especially now, it's it's a different dynamic getting to know these guys. Like watching Warren Jackson score touchdowns in the league will be a really cool experience because like I remember being on the sideline at Bryant Denny his fourth career game when he scores two touchdowns. Like that's, that's so cool. Just, I don't know. I'm getting sentimental here folks, but that, that had a purpose. Uh, it's, it's to shamelessly plug myself. Make sure you go check out the film room that I did on Warren Jackson. This was a little bit out of my comfort zone. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm more of like a columnist. Um, I mean, I do a lot of different things. Don't get me wrong. I do news pieces. I do breakdowns. I do whatever needs to, be done. I'm a man of many different hats. But this was something new for me. It was something that was encouraged and I had a lot of fun with it. It was a lot of work, but I had a lot of fun with it and it seems like people are really really enjoying it. So I'm going to do more of those especially this summer. I've got plenty of time on my hands. So I guess there's there's not really any good excuses of why I shouldn't do more. So seems like people are are digging it. Make sure you go check it out. It just kind of breaks down uh, some of Warren Jackson's plays and and just what makes him so hard to handle. Cool, cool, cool. You know what rocks? The new Pearl Jam album. I love it. Absolutely love it. I was I was kind of skeptical. With bands like that, it's always hit or miss. Like I feel I feel the same way when someone like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, just a band that's been around for a long time. They have 
different sounds. I mean, the chili peppers in particular have a bunch of different distinct sounds from different time periods. Some of them I love. Some of them I don't love as much. But with Pearl Jam, I'm pretty just like consistently love. And it's it's really funny because I grew up hating them. Or not hating them, just like I didn't really like grunge music in general. I, I'm still not a huge Nirvana fan, but I'm coming around on them as well. So I don't, maybe I'm sad being stuck in the apartment. The, the Pearl Jam thing's been consistent over the last couple of years, uh, but it, it's really dope. Check it out. You know what else is dope, though? You know what else is dope? Breckenridge Brewery. And they need our help. They need our help to keep the farmhouse kicking during these tough times. If you order a mir- a mir- a meal or beer from the farmhouse, use the code DNVR and save $5 off your meal. Just call 303-803-1380. 303-803-1380. From 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. for pickup. They'll even bring it to your car. You don't even have to get out of your car. That's what I'm talking about. That's service, baby. That's going above and beyond for the community because Breck loves all of you and they want to keep serving you during these tough times, but we got to help them. Uh, If you can't make it down there, make sure you check out Drizzly and get some beer delivered to you. You can get the 15-can sampler. This is your best bet for... Getting all kinds of tongue-tied here. This is your best bet for variety. You know, Avalanche, Ale, Colorado Core... Hot Peak, Strawberry Sky, Vanilla Porter, all that. You're going to want a little bit of variety. You know, that's the spice of life or whatever. But make sure we are supporting Breck when we can. And then also check out the Breck Beer Locator. This takes all of the inconvenience out of beer shopping. It'll tell you where you can find the closest liquor store near you with Breck Brews. Cool, good stuff. Moving on with the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Bojo's Pizza. I I really just want a piece of pizza right now. Sounds so good. (laughs) Um, I've been spending a lot of time playing video games. I kind of feel like a, like I'm back in, you know, I'm 14 and it's the summer and I don't have anywhere to go. This is like before you get your driver's license And it's that weird period of your life where you have like your own thoughts. You're starting to become independent, but pretty much all you do is is sit around the house and and play video games and, and not shower frequently (laughs) enough. But that's what I've been doing, playing video games. I probably shower enough, I think. Um, But it's, it's been a lot of fun. I, I got to rewind though, I guess, because I got to tell you about how this whole experience started i i talked about on older podcasts i accidentally i didn't notice that it defaulted to an old address of mine so i tried to change it immediately didn't work two days of dealing with gamestop's useless website didn't work tried to use ups didn't work tried to use usps didn't work so eventually i just came to the realization it's going to my old apartment at least i know where it is um Hopefully it's the people are cool about it. Hopefully the people there are healthy. It's such a weird time. I mean, my my package got delivered there and I literally I sat in my own apartment. This was on uh Friday, Friday afternoon-ish. Yeah, it was Friday afternoon. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, like, should I go to their apartment? Like, should I knock on their door? I I know we're supposed to be on lockdown. 
I don't want to just leave it. I mean, I, I ordered this. I paid for it already. I don't really trust that GameStop's going to refund me at this point after the nightmare that I had had just trying to get all of this fixed. So I decide I'm just going to go knock on their door and see what happens. It's what I do. I show up. Like I said, it's my old apartment. I know exactly where it is. I knock on the door. Lady couldn't have been cooler about the situation. Um, yeah, so I got it. I went back home. I haven't left my apartment since. I've Trust me, I've definitely been isolating myself. Uh, it's 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 getting tough. I'm I'm really going insane here, but playing a lot of video games and I'm playing NCAA 13. That is the gist of the story. Things were weird. I didn't think I was going to get it at one point. Got delivered to a lady. She was cool about it. Gave it back to me. Now I'm playing nonstop and I'm doing a season. I'm posting about it from the DNVR Rams account. I lost to San Diego State. They blew my chance to run the table. But it is, you know, I had to keep it honest. I had to keep it honest. I thought about shutting it off and and just playing the game over again. But got to have some integrity. I'm 24 years old. I can't keep doing that. At what point do you become a man? And to me right now, that that point is when you take the loss on your franchise mode and you just, you accept it. That's, that's what being a man is. You just got to accept it. You lost, got to move on. And that's what happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm literally calling myself a man while talking about a video game that came out in 2012 and I'm playing it on a refurbished Xbox 360. Wow. Quarantine life. Y- you never know what's going to happen. I will say this. As crappy as everything that is happening right now, and the list is so long, probably wouldn't have got back into NCAA football if it wasn't for that. So that's the one good thing that's happened to me this month. I'm going to take it. It's been a lot of bad news. A lot of bad news. It's Things are tough in my personal life right now, but we're going to push through. We're going to keep making content because that's what I do. That's, that's really all I know. Um... Yeah. So here's some thoughts on NCAA 13, which for one, I used to own 14. So I know it's not as good because I owned both of these back in the day. And I remember when I got 14 thinking, oh, my God, this is so much better than 13. Probably is. I didn't want to spend $90 on a video game that, you know, was used and and came out almost a decade ago. I just wasn't willing to do it. I was able to cop 13 for like 15 bucks seemed a lot more reasonable and i got 12 for like five bucks i don't don't even know why i got 12 i'm just gonna play 13 but it's one of those where it's like "Ah, i might as well get it just in case there's something wrong with the 13 disc so i got those two i'd love to get uh ncaa 2010 the the hoops game that was like 50 bucks used i get that they're they're rare but damn i don't want to spend that much money especially now but um here's some thoughts on it like i said the body control definitely not as strong as as modern video games. I mean, when you play Madden now, it's it's crazy the type of like just the control you have along the sidelines, jukes, back cuts, stuff like that. You don't have quite the control. I mean, it came out in 2012, so that makes sense. But the gameplay, it's surprisingly good. It's smooth. It's it's realistic enough, you know, like it's it's not now which looks like you're watching a real football game, but it's it's good enough. It's It gets the job done. One of the things that I really love about it, receivers actually shift what they're doing and block for the quarterback if you scramble. 
you know, if you go play with the Ravens on Madden 2020 and scramble around, yeah, the receivers block kind of, but like there's so many times where there's like a safety closing and all the receiver would have to do is, is turn and, and light the DB up and it would spring a touchdown. Never happens on Madden, ever. They don't do it. I don't know if it's just they have so many other things in there. They, they can't focus to program that in. But the NCAA games do a really good job of this, probably because, you know, you have the option offenses and stuff like that. So there's just more quarterback running. So maybe it's it's focused around that more. That was probably a point of emphasis for them. But if you're going to have scrambling quarterbacks and you're, and you're going to run with the quarterback a lot, Madden, figure it out. Figure out how to make receivers adjust on the fly and block because they do it on NCAA. This game came out eight years ago. What are we doing? You know, what are we doing? Um, speaking of the option, I absolutely love running it. I know you can kind of run, you can do the, you know, the run PO and you can even do, you know, basically like a speed to option type stuff with some offenses on Madden as well, but it's just not the same. It's not the same as taking a team like Alabama and, and just running straight through Tennessee or Vanderbilt or something, just running the option at them repeatedly knowing they can't do anything about it. You're just going to pop them for 12 to 15. Keep it with the quarterback. Sometimes you flip directions every now and then you throw a counter in there, play action play every now and then. But I love running the option. I love pitching it. It's a dangerous game. I pretty much fumble once a game or do something dumb because I'm always trying to make a late pitch or trying to do a little bit too much. But it's a video game. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna worry about it. You you live and you die by the option. Troy Calhoun knows what I'm talking about. He'd be like, preach, preach. He would not. That that's literally the opposite. Troy Calhoun would give me a death glare and and probably get me kicked out. That's not even true. He wouldn't even be <laughs> I can't see any situation where I would be in the same room with Troy Calhoun unless he was forced to be there because it was a a media obligation. I don't think Troy Calhoun would want to spend... I don't think we would be bros. That's all I'm saying. There are some coaches I think I could hang out with and it would be a good time. Mike Bobo, I think he'd probably be a good time. I think we could could find some common ground. Calhoun, I don't know. That seems like a rough hang. Seems like not the kind of guy you'd want to play darts with on a Friday night. Not the kind of guy with you want to play NCAA football with. Let's be real. I'd love to play video games with Mike Bobo. That would be hilarious. Could you imagine him playing these games just with his southern drawl, just getting mad because the the receivers aren't blocking or the tight end ran the wrong route or something? Oh, it would it would be legendary. But I feel like Calhoun would just stare and be like, just, I don't know, this is like a waste of our resources or something. I don't know why I'm going off on, on Calhoun. It's it's weird times are weird. I got to give him credit. Chase Howell is is creating the, the 2020 Buffs roster and like live streaming it. And it, it's very impressive because that it takes a long time to build a roster. Like literally create, basically you're doing 50 creative players, ratings and all. And if you do it accurately, which he is, I mean, it could take days. So kudos to him. It's really cool. But I guess I'm going to try. I'm going to try and do my all-time CSU team 
So I'm looking for input from everyone like you. You know, I was watching the Holiday Bowl, and it was the first time I really got to see how good, how gutty, how gritty Moses Moreno was. Man, I'm excited to talk about that game. Um, But, you know, BVP, do you go Moreno or BVP or Grayson by that matter? If we're talking just pure thrower of the football, Grayson was a great pocket quarterback. I don't know. It's going to be tough. So I'm going to need some help from you guys. Same thing, you know, running backs. Think about Cecil Sapp or or Cabri Bibbs or Kevin McDougal or Dalen Dawkins. Like there are so many options and it's going to be hard, but I'm going to create an all-time type CSU team as best as I can. Um, I wish I could like share the, the five. Maybe I will. I'll, I'll have to see if I can. I have a, it's on an old Xbox 360 and it doesn't seem to connect to the EA servers. I, I guess that would make sense. Maybe the 14 game does, but I, I would love to be able to share this with people so other people could use it. But this is, you know, it'll be cool. I'll, I'll make it. I'll, I'll talk about it. I'll take some videos, obviously, and interact with everybody online. But if you guys are playing, share some tweets. Uh, Nicholas Toffelmeyer of Daily Adam Thistlewood, he's been playing. Uh, he, We've been going back and forth on Twitter. Shout out to him. Got to get him back on the pod as well. Or Actually, I mean, technically on for the first time I interviewed him. And it's a long story. It's my fault, not his fault. Didn't get it out. That We'll just say that. But uh, we'll get him back on soon. He actually beat CSU in the national championship with Duke. Going heel mode at this point. I don't know. Maybe you guys got to check his allegiances. We'll see. Anyways, I love that game. I've been having a lot of fun. I know this was basically just me rambling about it at the end. But I do enjoy interacting with everybody. It seems like people are getting you know, a kick out of just out of the whole situation. It seems to be kind of lighthearted good content, what people are looking for. Like I said, we're going to have a lot of good guests this week. I'm really looking forward to it, looking forward to talking about a variety of different things. Actually, the the cool thing is these guests are all very different from each other, and that's kind of what excites me most about this as a a storyteller. It's going to give me some things to write about, and it's going to also going to give you guys some content to listen to. So Very stoked for the future. Thank you to everybody that is subscribing to DNVR. Um, We just released a new shirt right now with our new mascot, Knucklehead, which is dope, designed by D-Line, my buddy Eric. Um, Sorry, it got got sidetracked by my neighbors outside. You ever sit in your living room and you see somebody walk past and you just kind of see the reflection out your window and it's like, oh, who's there? Went full dog mode on it. Anyways... We just designed a new shirt with Knucklehead on it, getting back on track here. And it's a fight for Denver shirt. You know, things are are hard for the entire community right now. You see businesses are closing, everybody's struggling, and, and we certainly, you know, we're doing what we can to keep everybody entertained. But times are tough. Times are tough for everyone. Our community supports us constantly, and I have so much love for all of you, but you know, if you can, we're asking, you know, again, it's a dope shirt. It's for a good cause. You'll help all of us out. Keep us churning during these tough times. But, you know, we will we will persevere. That's what I keep telling myself. Things are things are tough for me. Things are tough for you. Things are tough for a lot of people out there. But I know that there are definitely people struggling much worse than myself. And that's just like a good perspective to have because I know 
my life is pretty dang good. Even, even in this tough times, it's like with everything going on at the moment, knock on wood, the, the worst thing I have to do is, is sit in my apartment and come up with content and play video games and stuff. Like, I don't know. It just gives you that perspective. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody. The first responders, medical workers, uh, even restaurant employees that are that are serving us right now, gas stations, anybody that has to be open. Much love. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Machetes at a deli in New Delhi Feeling scummy like Martin Scarelli Turn jam into jelly then drink it like juice But water's the truth so I sip on that too Skinny looking kid with no car keys Like the only thing I drive is RCRV's Got the stash like Steve Harvey Oh I'm gnarly like non-fermented